Hello and welcome to the Inner Gamer episode 69. Execute order 69. <laughs> 69. <laughs> I knew it. I knew that was coming. He's been waiting to use that this yes. whole time. Since, I, since podcast one, he's just uh, like, oh my God. If we when we get to episode 69, 69 it's going to be legitimate. It must be the best. So Nothing I'm Austin else. Morales. Wait, wait, wait. We, we are your weekly dose oh. of video game God, news. Damn it, Austin. We are your weekly dose Sorry. of video game news, Austin reviews, <laughs> opinions, and discussions. And discussions of things, such as okay. RPGs. Yeah. And video games. Uh, today on The Inner Gamer, we're going to talk about some games that we've played in the past week. What? Uh, a lot of good ones. Gun Home, Mushroom Eleven, Doom, and of course Overwatch. We can't not can't not talk about it. Playing about Overwatch, it's fine. Transmissions, element and trans oh yeah, and your transmissions element tw uh, 120. Um, and oh, yeah, for our discussion it. topic this week, we're going to be covering uh, the big gaming genre RPGs, Ooh. which stands for role playing genre Thank or you. game. I had no idea. Oh well, there we go. There we go. Uh, so with that, my name is Brayanowski. I'm Devin Dury. <laughs> I'm Awesome Morales. And I'm Travis. And I'm Luis Gonzalez. Hey, thanks for... <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. I'm Travis 69. Luis Gonzalez Stramer. <laughs> <laughs> Got a little Mexican inside of you, Travis. The inner Mexican. Mexican. That's or, the new or, podcast orale. name. <laughs> Luis, thanks for joining us again in person this time. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, guys. Welcome. It was kind of... I was on a couch uh, basically half naked last time, so... <laughs> If y'all want me to be half naked this time, I could. <laughs> well, that wouldn't be anything new because Devin streams his pants always, off. Always pantsless. Always pantsless. Oh, well, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, I don't live too far away, so. Yeah. yeah. We're glad yeah. you're here, man. We're glad you're here. Pretty cool. We're looking forward to the discussion, all right? All right. And cue the music. Welcome to the Uh, well, hi, everybody. Welcome. Uh, we have a wonderful show lined up for you today. Um, we have been playing a lot of games, haven't we? Yes. <laughs> I think that's Thank obvious. you for contributing, Austin. Or Cricket. <laughs> oh, cricket. Oh, cricket. Oh, cricket. cricket. I think a lot Shut of, up, Brett. I think a lot of games have been played this week, and we're going to talk about them. I think that's what's going to happen. We s we're catching I like up. how all we're delivering right now is subtext. <laughs> We played games and we shall talk about them. <laughs> anyway, I'm Austin Morales. This is like a. Uh, well, we're not doing the intro. We're not doing. This no, isn't right. the intro. We know who you are already. You've already God, said your you've name. Only I'm done talking six now. Seven of these. <laughs> yeah, we've only done uh, sixty-eight of these beforehand. This All is right. my time to shine. So let's talk about the games we played this last week. I'll go ahead and start. Uh, Brett, you'll be happy to know I finally started Gone Home. I haven't finally. finished it. Shut up. I finally started it. Um, and I have to tell you, it's it's absolutely wonderful. Like the uh, the very subtle way that the narrative is delivered to me so far is just the beautiful part of it. Like yeah. the, the discovery of what's going on. I read and touched every possible thing I could. I, I went through that house yeah. three times. Yeah, just to make sure I covered it. That's, all. I feel I feel like I'm doing that right now. Like I'm going. I'm I'm literally picking up even if it's just a highlighter. I'm like, let, let me look at the highlighter. Does that trigger anything? No, <laughs> it's just a highlighter. Okay, we'll put that back then. Have you gone to the Ouija board yet? I haven't gotten to the Ouija board yet. <laughs> There's a Ouija board? <laughs> An evil Ouija board. I just made cool. it I just made it upstairs into the sister's room. Oh, okay. That's gross. Oh, man. So, oh this oh man. I can't wait. <laughs> Dude. There's so many nice little surprises that yeah. show up. I don't know why. Yeah. It's it's great. <laughs> it's it, it's 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 really interesting to me how the the game itself, like it 
even though there, there's like no combat or there's no uh, like telling you how to play the game kind of thing. It's just it's very smooth and fluid about how it delivers its the mechanics of the game as well as the the narrative mm-hmm. in the story. So I'm very much enjoying it right now. So I'm I'll say you were right and should have <laughs> do it. Do it. Well, it's we also, need to take that little as a little soundboard <laughs> segment. <laughs> well, Devin, it's also free on the PlayStation, right? It is. Well, it is. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you uh, if you have a PS4, it is free on the market right now. So I would highly suggest downloading it. Download um, it now before it's like twenty bucks. Like yeah, Rocket you have like League. four days. <laughs> four you, days. Yeah, you got four more days out, until yeah. it runs out. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll have to. Download yeah, you'll have to do it out. soon. It, I mean, it's really it's, it's very very very. Just do it right now. You can do it via. Anything. Yeah, get get on your app. Get on the app. Browser, yeah, get on the PlayStation, PlayStation app. Network, you know, I'll, like, I'll just do it when I get home. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Sony, for your sponsoring le- this your level, Your level of laziness is just staggering. I don't even have the app on here. It takes 10 seconds to download. I don't care. We have advanced no, just, technology just to the do point it. where we can do remotely it. go into our consoles <laughs> and it. literally manage the games and data. Use, for yeah, but then play. I got to sign in. I hate your browser gonna, like, so much. My password's probably jacked up. I don't even remember what my password is anymore. I have, I have it written down somewhere. All right, point no, is, I, I play Gone problem. Home and Travis sucks. <laughs> Yeah, I'm really excited about the uh, the next game that they're bringing out. Got aggressive. Oh, they're making really another one? <laughs> yeah, the, they're making a much more elaborate one, but it's the same kind of idea, um, walking simulator. It's okay. called, uh, shit, I'm forgetting, blank on the name right now. I want to say Soma, but it's obvious it's not Soma. Uh, not Panama, not, no, Tahoma. That's what it is. Oh, Tahoma. Tahoma. Okay. And uh, it's up in space. And oh, like God. A, a spaceship that's like empty. And Ew. you're exploring the spaceship, and I'm really pumped about it. So, I like how there's good. elements of it being creepy and almost like a, a, a you know horror game, but you don't actually ever it's 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 your own mind playing tricks yeah. on you. Like yeah. you know, it's it's the same fear that you get when you come home after a long day at work and the entire place is dark until you turn on the lights, and it's it's just that little bit of anxiety. Like oh, I hope I don't turn it on and there's an axe murderer sitting on the couch. <laughs> fear of the unknown. The fear of the unknown. Yeah, yeah. so good. Very HP so. Lovecraft. I think of that lights out chick every time now that I come home in that situation. Like I'm gonna like go home and see something in the corner, just scratching at the fucking floor or something, and I'm gonna be like, click, and it's gone, <laughs> and it's gone, and it's and gone. for whatever reason she keeps turning on and off the lights. Like I know what is it I'm seeing here? <laughs> turn After, the lights on and leave. I, I wouldn't even turn them off. I would leave them on forever. I All would right, run so out anyways, my electric. Uh, play Gone Home. It's really really good. Sweet. Also, um, uh, I've been playing more Uncharted Four, but I'm stuck right now. Oh, you're Dude, stuck. I'm in a, I'm in a gunfight. Where are you stuck at? I'm in a gunfight that's okay. kicking my ass. Okay. I fucked the gunfights. I went to easy because I was like, I just want to experience this. I don't want to keep dying. <laughs> Dude, like you you go someplace and then like 50 guys are yes. all at you. Yes. You put your... I'm sitting there, in, head co- out I'm and sitting there like, in cover and I have my fucking pistol <laughs> and I'm like... Okay, there's a guy over there. Okay, here we go. I'll pop up out of cover, and then it's just like, they do they all, all have mini guns? They all have like this cognitive hive mind. We're like, he's out of cover. <laughs> it's like a hail. Like it's like it's like the scene in Red Dead Redemption when Marston finally eats it. It's just yes. <laughs> and then you're like, I got a hill right now. I got to be in cover, and then a grenade pops in front of you. Yeah, you're you like, see the. I'm like son of a bitch. So I'm a little stuck. I I don't want to go to easy yet. I don't want to do that. I want to. That sounds frustrating. <laughs> You're it telling is. me it <laughs> is. 
So There's I'm that. playing on the world's smallest violin right now. Look, motherfucker, I have bested all the From Software games, and you can bite the widest part of it. Hey, From Software can go to hell, okay? (laughs) They specifically created that game to bring out anger. I thought thought you were about to play Game of Thrones on your mini violin. That's a good one, too, yeah. <laughs> All right, Brett, what have you been playing? Uh, we're 10 hours away from the Game of Thrones finale, by the way. Less oh, than no. Don't say anything. Do out, not but... say anything. I am not caught up. You uh, didn't watch Battle of the Bastards? I have not watched what? it. What? I have not watched it because... Leave. I no. haven't had time. Just leave. leave it alone. Leave, leave it alone. Did you the see? episode is perfection. I'm sure Did it is. Did you see the... Just do not say anything. I know... The play of the game. I know there's a dragon involved. And I know there's a dragon Have you seen that? The what? Okay, I gotta show you. Okay. <laughs> what, what, are we, what are we looking at? I'm out of the loop here, guys. Yeah, that's all good. Do you know, Luis, please tell me you. Do you watch, watch Game, Game of Thrones? Thrones? I'm only through season two. Oh, I can't show you it. Relax, guys. I don't want you to show me anyway. You just, you just dropped a huge Red Dead spoiler. Yeah. Who hasn't played Red Dead by now? <laughs> You'd be surprised, man. It's a crown jewel. There's for a some. lot of ga- games out there. There's there a lot is of, a lot of games. games. Almost said there's a lot of guys. What the fuck? But I haven't, <laughs> so just keep it civil. I mean, also, spoiler alert for people who <laughs> watch this podcast. I don't think we have to say that. No. Yeah. But we should. Spoiler should. alert yeah, for yeah, games. Yeah. Okay. Just a courtesy. Yeah. Yeah, it is a gaming podcast. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> GG. <laughs> GG. Uh, okay, yeah, so video games. Uh, wait. It is wrong. That was yesterday. That's <laughs> not wrong. That it's a little better. Okay, <laughs> you looked at me when you did that. It was not wrong. Really? <laughs> huh? You know no, what I mean? I would have, but I, I have work to do today. You're going to spoil it for me. Yeah, it's, oh, too, yeah. it's too public now. I mean, yeah. I've, I've, I've had so to, uh, hard not to get Breaking Bad spoiled for me. So I've, I've had to, uh, like some of the major shows like their facebook pages and stuff i've liked them so that they get the traffic that they deserve mm-hmm. but i've also had to hide them <laughs> because hell walking dead posted a spoiler immediately after oh, one of yeah. their episodes and everyone was pissed, pissed. i would be too like i'm seriously like 10 yeah. minutes after the episode was done they posted this picture right, been, we're getting on a tangent r.i.p what assholes yeah. Yeah. okay back I'm, to I'm game. video games so. recording now yeah okay and Okay, that's that's a lot of fun. <laughs> Brett, what are you playing? <laughs> good start. Oh, that was amazing. Fantastic. Um, I, I'm I seamless. Played, <laughs> I've, seamless. I've, I've played no, two video games. Two? Two of them. Two video games. Do tell. Two video games. One of them I saw at the Southwest uh, South by Southwest Gaming Expo two years ago, <gasps> and I forgot that it existed until I saw it on the Steam store. Mushroom 11. You guys heard of this? Yeah, like, not. Is that, wait, that's the game where you manipulate cells, and then you—it's kind of a puzzle game, right? Yep. And you can split them up, and then they kind of move around. I think is the goal to get them to the to the end. I, I yeah, okay. yeah. It's like a you're like a green digital blob thing, and you you have this. Your cursor is this big circle, and it acts as an eraser, and you erase like pieces of the blob, and when you erase those pieces of the blob, it adds them onto the other side of the blob to like morph it and form it down their lane. So you can like erase behind it and just keep erasing it and it just keeps forming more down the, down the way. And uh, it's such an interesting concept. It, there's not really much story to it other than you're this digital blob. You don't know why you're this digital blob. <laughs> it actually looks good. It looks really good. It's a surprise. really nice looking game. 
but it's it's such a weird con Man. i played it i didn't play it very long but i played it for a little bit and i was i was intrigued by the puzzles so like, you bought it or you, you, you saw I it, bought it. Oh, I okay, bought okay. it yeah um so i was playing it yesterday but it's good i mean it's cool art style and there's there's a neat i mean the game mechanic is just fantastic it's a really well done game yeah, it mechanic. looks like nothing i've ever seen but yeah, this is so bizarre looking. Because there's there's parts where you have to like split your blob, but you got to think about how you're going to split it. Because as you, when you split it in half, if you erase one of the blobs, it builds onto the other one because it needs mm -hmm. to. It only builds the largest size blob that's in the space, and then. Uh, but if you you're, there's sometimes we need to build one of them up a little bit and erase the other to build the other one, and then erase the other one to build up the other. And just go back and forth. So a lot oh, of cool. There's a giant spider. Stuff. I'm out. Oh, I, haven't, I haven't seen the giant spider yet. That's there's a, yeah, awesome. there's a giant spider. See, I feel like I need to keep playing this. You're game just full of spoilers to today, man. Jesus. Apparently, <laughs> 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 I am. My God, I am uh, sorry. That's uh, awesome. And I hate people fired. who spoil you're, shit. You're fired. I, just, just leave. You, Luis, you can take a seat. So that's my small game. We're not that playing I play. D and D today. Oh, <laughs> what? Shit, Austin. <laughs> you ruined it all. Anyway, I was playing Overwatch. Oh, that's a good idea. Close enough. Um, <laughs> then I also played. I'm just gonna wait. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hey, wait, what hey. else were you playing? Uh, Massive Chalice. I've played this game. Yeah. Oh, you have actually officially played it. I have officially you know no. Sure I've, yeah, I've played it. Yeah. yeah. Damn it, that sucks. I, I thought I thought I was gonna bring something new to the table. Sounds like a euphemism. Yeah. I've played the Massive Chalice. Yeah. The, so the Chalice is Chalice. massive. Uh, you guys know Double Fine Studios, uh, Brutal Legend, uh, Psychonauts, um, <clears throat> the, the 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 what's that game that they brought out recently? Broken Age, all that stuff. Anybody? It's, it's like Final Fantasy Tactics kind of gameplay. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, is that? Do you know is Double it turn, Fine? Is it yeah, turn based? Yeah, yeah. Turn -based? It is turn based. It is very okay. much turn based. It's turn -based. very turn based. But it has an interesting concept. So Massive Chalice is made by Double Fine Studios. So if you guys know Double Fine at oh, all, I love Double Fine. They have a very quirky personality to their games and characters and their humor is really quirky and weird yeah and uh, essentially you're being told what to do by a literally a massive chalice that speaks in both a <laughs> male like a and female Br british voice. male deep voice and then a female voice and sounds terrifying it's the weirdest <laughs> thing but um essentially what's going on is you're fighting a 300 year war against these bad guys which are called the, um, I wrote it down because I knew I'd forget, which I did forget. <laughs> um, the bad guys are called the, uh, the, uh, the Cadence. And it's a 300-year war. And what I like about this game, now granted, it's not my kind of game because it's an RPG more so kind of idea, and I don't like RPGs, which Who we'll talk like about RPGs? later. We're getting we'll into get this discussion there. later. It's oh. coming. Oh. It's coming. Um, I'm to throw you the, the storm is coming. <laughs> I have my knife ready. No. Okay, good. But, uh, you, you play this game and you Stab have to you're basically ruling a land and you have to take control you have to build keeps on these different you're looking at the map right now yeah you have to build these different keeps and you have to assign your people to these keeps so you assign a king who runs that keep and then you assign a wife to that person as well based <laughs> on their fertility like ability to have beef like it tells you if there's like average fertility or low fertility or whatever. What the hell? And the chance of them making good babies. <laughs> she has perfect childbearing hips. Exactly. <laughs> she so, is a fertile woman. The goal is to put these and she's got together, huge which is the medieval way of saying, of look land. at that ass. Look at that ass. Yeah, yeah, basically. But uh, you put them together and they eventually, over time, because these battles take place like every seven or ten years, so your time span is really long. Oh. And uh, 
to when to fight a battle. So these little turn-based battles don't always happen. You're doing other things during the game. But you put these people together to make babies, which will be your new heroes because your heroes eventually die off and pass away after a set number of years and you get new ones that were born. And based on how you put them together, the mother and father will determine what kind of fighter they're going to be down the line in their bloodline. Hmm. So it's kind of like managing bloodlines because it's a 300 year war rather than managing individual just heroes. A, just an individual so hero get, in battle. Yeah. Yeah. So like, whereas in XCOM, you get attached to your characters and you like name them and dress them up and stuff like that. This one, it's not about the hero itself. It's about their bloodline that they carry out. So that's kind of an interesting little concept. It's an, it's an interesting way to like to it. thing to throw into a, uh, I guess a tactics RPG is to throw in a bloodline. Yeah. Kind of mechanic to think. Yeah. Right. That, that really Sounds like a world war two game to me. Well, it, it almost <laughs> yeah. like, it almost forces you now to stop thinking, uh, you know, at least for me, when I play a lot of these tactics games, I'm very much in the moment, and you have to start thinking like you're forcing now. You're now forcing the player to really plan ahead and think about, you know, the the impact of who it is that they pair people up to. And right. All. Yeah. Your decisions now will like really har- could harm you down the line. So you got to make sure you make the right choices. You're but, not good enough for this massive chalice. But uh, really, <laughs> really. I had to throw that. Something. He didn't want to okay. be the first. He did. He did. <laughs> um, but in terms of the turn-based combat, it's pretty traditional stuff. I mean, you got five heroes. You can just move them each individually and do all that. And I, I just uh, the giant crossbow guns look ridiculous, but yeah, they look kind of cool. They're badass, though, man. They can they can do oh, some yeah, damage. Oh yeah, they can. There was this enemy I was fighting that whenever you kill it, no matter how you kill it, it explodes at the end and drops this corrosive shit on the ground, and then you can no longer move onto that corrosive stuff. So you have to like work your like find ways to move your character. Not on I know that what you're stuff. talking about. Yeah, I've I've played I, it where I've actually had to strategically put it, kill them in places so yeah. that people couldn't move around the area around them. Yeah, I had I made it's the a mistake very, a very of strategic. having a whole whole entire land or <laughs> area of space that was just nothing but the corrosive stuff, and I was like, oh crap, I can't move anybody, so I had to move them all the way around the back to come back around. Good job. It was bad idea. good job. Yeah, well was, done, sir. It was crazy, but anyway, so that's why I played. It was pretty cool, and I beat Tales from the Borderlands, which was awesome. Told you, oh yeah, oh, it's awesome. It's amazing. So good. Everybody should play it. Yep, it's totally worth it. Telltale just killing it as always. The characters are fantastic. And, and like, I thought Borderlands was good with its like character stuff, but I mean, this is a whole another level. Like they, they put a huge awesome story into yep. this, and it's just so much emotional if, and it, ups and, it, and downs and it, and it and really fits for the borderlands uh, so much so yeah you no know, pace so and, accurate and, like, yeah and the environment yeah up on helios and stuff and oh you man handsome jack like oh my god being a dick and i was just i'm oh, telling man. you one of the best villains ever is handsome jack he's so good so everybody play it. it's fantastic eh. uh i'm kidding, I'm kidding. Said that. <laughs> don't kill me bet you best be all right well austin since you decided to chime in like a dick what have you been playing Playing Gone Home, right? You playing Gone Home? I, I started playing Doom. Yeah. So, how are you liking it? Um, damn, what a game! Really? Yeah. Do tell. Best game ever? <laughs> Not the best game ever. Uh, it does get a little repetitive, but we'll get into that in a second. I think okay. the atmosphere that they create is ungodly. Mm-hmm. All puns intended. 
Like it is just phenomenal. You walk around and there's so much detail in this in this game that it's, it looks it's, as if they really amped up the aesthetics of this game. Oh, really like, like enjoy. You what can't walk two feet without stopping being like, damn, there's a lot going on right here. And my graphics don't even turn up all the way. I can only imagine with like full. Like they even have a, a, a little menu that pop or a little screen that pops up. It's like, hey, you want to turn on full graphics? It's gonna be rough. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's gonna take a little bit out of your stuff. Um, for the most part, the enemy. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of cliche in a way. I guess that's a good term for it. But I like something happens and then just enemies. Something happens, enemies appear, and I'm just like. Can I get a second where, like, I'm not fighting <laughs> demons constantly? It is a constant fight with demons, which is the whole point of the game, and it's fine. I say it's doomed. Um, and it's a lot of fun. And You don't get a break. Yeah, I, I heard you, you can never stop. Like, you can't. You, you have to always be moving. It is endless. Yeah, if you stop moving, you're going to die. There yeah. are no breaks here, sir. It, it took a second for me to get used to that, because I'm not used to that. You know, I'm used to just kind of you, you take get a spot, kill a few people, and run, run away. <laughs> right. But other than that... Um, now, if you, the gameplay is pretty solid. If you open the pause menu, does it stop? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. That's <laughs> that'd nice. be bad. I feel like you, right. you paused and like the action was still going on. Yeah, yeah. The only way to stop it was to quit the game. That'd be bad. And that was like uh, they had a Resident Evil game that was like that. Really? Mm-hmm. That it's you could terrible. like. Well, I guess there's a lot of them where like if you pull up the menu, like, Dead Space was like that. You know, if you need to heal. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, you couldn't just you know stop. Yeah. Like you usually would. Which is is fair. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah. If you can just pause and be like, okay, I'm going to do that, 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 and then I'm going to heal myself. I mean, the enemy doesn't have a chance. You're like, motherfucker, can stop yeah. time. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? And now I'm all healed. <laughs> um, yeah, the gameplay is awesome. The enemies are pretty uh, diverse in the way that they attack you. Um, I and now I always think of Dark Souls when I fight any enemy that's like... <laughs> Just wherever I go, I'm just like, well, at least it's not like it's not like Dark Souls. <laughs> I like I learned I learned really fast. At least it's not a things. giant dragon, and all I have is this tiny dirk. Yeah. <laughs> we like to say something. I have anxiety just thinking about Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> not even playing it. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you can my head you, you can tell like who's the who's the sadist in a, see? Or, or the people in, like a group of friends who's who plays Dark Souls because you see people who go like. Yeah, Dark Souls or people like Travis. Like, <sighs> this is what From Software does. It causes an anxiety. Calm, calm down, Travis. Calm down. God damn it! It's a good anxiety. <laughs> anyway, it's um, causing mental issues. Is what it's doing. I'm gonna have to go to therapy after playing both of these games. That's why I don't play it because I'm a happy person. I, I developed an anger issue in a day. <laughs> Look what you guys after started. Playing Look that what y'all started. Game. No, I know how you feel, Travis. He's too angry. Sorry. I don't care. I, but I rose above. I'm sure. So, I'm glad you did because I, I, I fucking feel like, did it. I feel like Doom <laughs> is probably a good stress reliever for that game, though, right? Because it you gets can just a little mi- just, like wreck people. It gets a little mindless at times and repetitive, and, which okay. is an issue. But at the same time, like they give you these power ups that you can find, and man, they make you feel powerful. Like you get a berserk mode, so like all you do is you have hands and you're a little faster. And you're just taking down enemies. Like I went up to this guy and I ripped his skull in half. Oh, and I was my like, God. oh my God. So you, so you, so you mountained him. Did he he got fucked. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Sounds nice. like a, a Winston primal. Race All right. Thing. Oh yeah. It's Winston. very much. Except when you punch these people, they explode. And then I, oh yeah. So, <laughs> nice. um, I, I, I'll give it an eight. I, I just think it gets a little repetitive and sometimes it gets a little challenging and it, it for what it is, I feel like if I'm going in and blowing shit up 
and I they've get really, to a point where I get stuck, I'm like, well, this isn't funny anymore. You know, they've really followed that equation. Doom, I mean, Doom has for yeah, and decade, I think it, decades now. It works out pretty games. well in this. And it, people still play it, so obviously, yeah. you know, it's an equation that works for people. Um, I mean, it worked in the past. It's working right now. Yeah. There's a mechanic in that game where you, like, kill an enemy, and then that drops, like, health and ammo and stuff like that. Yes, How that's you like very, that? very important. Do you like that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I mean, it makes things more intense because you have to, like, if you get low health and there's no health around, you got to look for an enemy to, like, kill so you get at least, like, 10 extra health back. Yeah. Because that happened to me plenty of times where I ran low on health, and I was saved by that alone. That's cool. But, you know, like, what was it, saving frames or whatever and Dark yeah, Souls? Yeah. You don't have that here. If you're... Um, if you go into that action of like killing someone and like you know busting their head open or ripping their arm off people can still hit you and I've died ah, plenty of time where no like no eye frames for you yeah there's a there's a, a demon that charges you so I went to rip this guy's uh, arm off so I can get health and the, the thing hit me and I died and I was like well fuck like, that's not fair I should be invincible while I rip this guy's arm off Usually you are in the game. Usually, just saying. They do it. In, um, they do it in God of War. It's whatever. Dark Souls. Dark um, Souls. Iframes. So yeah, I, I give it a dig. If you haven't played it yet, I think it's worth it. Um, nice. There's a lot of atmospheric stuff going on, um, but it's kind of mindless at times. So it's just kind of something you sit down and you want to release some stress. I downloaded it yesterday from your account. Oh, nice. And it's 45 flipping gigabytes. It's a lot. It was huge. It's a lot. 45 I mean, gigs? Gigabyte. It looks fantastic. Jeez. Yeah. My my hard drive, I have a terabyte hard drive that I load all my games onto that I haven't played yet. I have like 100 gigs left. <laughs> yeah, I have 900 gigabytes. So play it and then uninstall Not it. 900 gigabytes worth of games load on my computer right now. It's a little longer than I wanted to. I put eight to nine hours into it already. And I'm, oh, ready, really? for it. I'm ready for it to end. I'm like, uh, just, can, we just, can I just destroy this thing Can and I go please home? kill the devil? Did you uh, play any more of the multiplayer? Okay, I'm curious. I want you to play that just to see, or maybe I, I am not interested in it. I just want that, to see that, if it's any better with the beta out of the beta. Who 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 played the beta? I, I, play I played it. Did you play the actual? Do you have the game? I don't have the game. Okay. Um, I might get it yeah. if it drops to like forty or maybe even twenty later because I just want to play the single player to be right. honest. But I played the beta. Was not very impressed. Ugh. Yeah, I wasn't. I don't. I wasn't either. I, I hate the beta. The trend of celebrating after you know, they have like you know and what is it call of duty Infinite the newest call of duty Infinite. not infinite warfare um black ops, black ops, black ops yeah black ops 3 you have that celebration thing i just don't like the level that they took it to there and i just feel it's kind of floaty i mean that's characteristic mm. of those kinds of games but yeah. it feels a little too much and i just yeah. it didn't seem like there was a lot of replay value for me in the multiplayer yeah it's not something like overwatch where every situation can kind of change on a whim but well it's funny because like when that beta came out the overwatch open beta opened up too <laughs> and then it's just like night and day differences and I battleborn look, and battleborn i look at we can yeah. forget about that one yeah <laughs> no i'm kidding i'm so sad because i too. bought that damn game battleborn full you know. price you got the deluxe shut up you got I, the deluxe, I, I, and I, I, got, I bought it full I, price too. I, I, for pulled, I was so glad I delayed. I was so glad I delayed. I, I if you didn't, a, I think we would have played more. I pulled a Devin. Just saying. I pulled a Devin like what he did with the the, the order. There you go. Yeah. I'm sorry. I got more content though. We're so sorry. <laughs> I would have. I probably would have done the same thing. I just didn't have any money at the time. Hundred yeah. fucking dollars on the special edition of the order. Sorry. Did you play the order? <laughs> did not play it, but yeah. it's on my. 
on my short list. Yeah, it's one of those. Here, uh, well, I'll I'll save you. Let me just flick you in the sack for about thirty <laughs> minutes, and that'll that'll be the experience. Let's Let the record show he's flicking my sack. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh man! Set yourself up for that one. Yep. And you're playing the order. <laughs> and you're playing the order. But yeah. I, all right. So Travis, what have you been playing? I have been playing a Half Life Two mod, and it is awesome. It's not very a long. A Half-Life 2 mod. Yes. It is called Transmissions Element 120. My goodness. So if you have nostalgia for existed. Half-Life 2, you should definitely check it out. It's uh, free on Steam. and uh, Free is the best price. Yeah, I know. The only thing that kind of yeah, sucks, it's only maybe an hour long. And, you know, there's oh, not much cool. to it, It's pretty cool, but there's not much to the level. Like you only have maybe uh, two air, two or three areas that are really open up, but it's all about the combat. They basically take every single Half Life Two enemy and they just fucking throw it at you, uh, randomly, and it surprises the hell out of you. And they give you. The, all- I was watching you stream it, and the aesthetics look pretty awesome. Yeah, like the surroundings and the atmosphere. Yeah, I the was like, dang. Good. I mean, yeah. I, I think they did better than this, than they actually did in the real game. Yeah, they amped it up a well, little. Minus, bit. Uh, uh, what's that place with the the monsters? That jump at you? Head crabs. Head crabs. No, no. The ones that jump at you. Raven just Home. Called oh. Raven Home. They're just called fast zombies. They don't have a name. I don't know why. <laughs> I looked it up just a second ago. I was like, what are those things called? And it said fast zombie. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> as long as it's better than Freakers. <laughs> why? But, uh, yeah. Why would you do that? The enemies, they, they really throw it. They give you every single weapon you had in the game almost immediately, which is awesome because you get the anti-gravity gun. The the actual beefed up anti gravity gun, not the you know you can throw shit like you can you have the little balls of energy that you can shoot out at enemies, so and they just basically put you in a couple you gotta, you gotta si- uh, areas where they just throw everything at you every like the striders the big walking striders they threw like six of those at me in one area it so was crazy and what they a, what go ahead. what is the story is there a story to this there's or? no story really they they just it's just a straightforward Half Life Two level. It's just basically one level. Oh, okay. So, I mean, in the beginning, you have that uh, that guy with the suit. I forget his name. But he, he always opens up and he's like, Dr. Freeman, we'll see about that. Yeah, you know, is that already that. pre-recorded? Yeah, Since I think it, that was pre-recorded. Okay, I think I they just say, replayed it into the... Into the okay, because uh, I was like, wait, episode. how do they do that? I mean, people have done it before where they got the actual actors to come in and do stuff, but I was like, for this, I don't know if that would be possible. Um, I will say that I got lost like at least three times and there was like at least three or four times where I was just walking around and like how the what the fuck at the do beginning I, do? I saw you I saw the the crowbar and that that tra- that trailer, oh you did but it was after you streamed it so I was like oh, tra- oh. Uh, and I watched you walk around for a while like oh, I was like at the very beginning of the game and I had I couldn't get out without the crowbar I had nothing and I was just like, well, where the fuck is my crowbar? So I just kept walking around for like five or ten minutes trying to figure out where to go. And I finally found it. And I was like, good God, I'm already off to a bad start. But um, P- people, at, people at home watching you stream were just like, it's right behind you. Look at the trash can. Well, I was, I was trying to get my bearings because I haven't played Half-Life 2 in a while. Oh, and man, so scary. I had to kind of, I had to kind of, you know, jumpstart the system. I was like, uh, yeah, okay, here we go. But anyway, that's how that's how it happened. 
But the sound was awesome. They had the techno music as expected from the Half Life Two series. You know that awesome battle music they put in when mm-hmm. when shit's going down, which no. just makes it the that battle sequence that much more enjoyable. It's, it was always something that just amped you up. Oh man, yeah, when that, when that kicked it's off. Like, you know, I'm just like, oh my god, I gotta fucking kill this guy. You have like three, you have like three Striders coming at you, and like. Oh my god, it was it was awesome. You got to have that stank face when you play so, when you play that bass like that. You're <laughs> I wish you guys could see this. Okay, uh, so dude, you were aiming so high. I saw you aiming for those things. I was like, "Oh god, he he kept missing." Like <laughs> you're like, "I'm out of ammo again." <laughs> like, damn I it, ran, Travis. I ran out of rocket ammo so many times, but they sent like five or six striders at me. They usually have one or two, two at the most in the game. Yeah, those striders are pain. But the they ass. sent like six and l- little minion men at the same. Especially the- when like they those things freaking soak bullets like it's no tomorrow. Yeah. Well, they added a really cool feature, uh, really cool feature that I liked. Um, they with the gravity gun, you had to propel yourself f- with the gravity gun up onto objects, which was new. They didn't yeah. have that in the game. At least I don't think they did. No. And then they also made the Striders have rockets that destroyed walls so it could get to you easier. I don't remember if that was in the game. I don't, I don't think, so. think it was, though. I don't know if they had any destruction in the game. Yeah, they had destruction elements added that the Striders could uh, easier get to you. So they would blow a hole in the wall, and the Strider would actually crouch down and look inside the building and be like, what you doing in there? going on, Betty? Oh, you're trying to find cover? That's too bad. <laughs> Sucks to be you, sucker. What's, what's the environment like that you're playing in? Like, where, uh, it's where very are you? gritty. You you start out in the sewer. I'm sorry. You start out in the train yard that goes into the sewer, and then you get back up onto uh, uh, the broken city uh, uh, environment. So okay, it, you only have like three different environments. It's very Half Life. You know, it, they didn't yeah. really change the environment as much, um, except maybe beefed up the graphics. But yeah, as far as the gameplay goes, just enemies, enemies, and just more enemies. More and more enemies. Like there was one point where you have hordes of enemies. You have to press this button to open a door, and you have to hold it down for a certain amount of time. And they're just throwing fast zombies, the the exploding grenade holding zombies, and then the uh, the regular zombies, the head crab. I mean, they're throwing every single kind of zombie at you they they can muster, and you just you have to just keep fucking fighting, and, and they just keep coming. Did they send the disco? Did you get the disco zombie? The disco zombie. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Plants for the zombies. Anybody? Uh-huh. I get it. Yeah. Go to hell, Brett. So Michael Jackson zombie. Oh yeah. Okay. Rob zombie. Rob so, zombie. Yeah. If you want a quick Half Life Two experience. You gotta play this game. It's free on Steam. Um, it's nostalgia at its finest. So I definitely give it a dig. A quick, really fun, fast-paced action. Awesome. So nice. And it's a classic. Yeah, it is a classic. I didn't even know it was not HD until you went up to a wall and it was all pixelated, and I was like, "Oh uh, God!" I tried to turn it down because it was messing with my. Was it really that stream. bad? Yeah, it was pretty bad lag. Yeah, I saw it towards the end. It was bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. when I started getting a lot of enemies, it was it was fucked. That's up. weird. I yeah. don't know if that's the actual Frame like, archetype drop. of the the build of the whole system or the. It's the never. I've, it's never been that bad. No, never. It's like going into Blighttown for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have had trouble while, while whatever streaming, that is, what? but. Dark Souls reference. Oh, okay, 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 my okay. bad. Well, we'll move on, Ron. I spent way too long on that. Oh, um, real, okay. real quick, there's a there's a game that I bought that I've been wanting to play. Have you guys heard of the the Black Mesa where they they redid the entire half? I got life? it. Yeah, I, I did it. too. It looks so good. I mean, you stop buying that stuff, man. I got all this shit on my account. <laughs> 
Well, I can't connect to your account. I know. We need to do that. We keep saying that every podcast. Let's do it right after this. We'll okay. Do it. All right. Anyway, but yeah, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, they remade Half-Life in the Source engine and they were working on it for like six or seven years. It took them forever. Yeah. They finally brought it out and it's, should be yeah, that's cool. what we need to work on. Not Half-Life 3. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, well, no, just, this wasn't Valve that did just it. This is like it. a, this is a, fan, a couple of fans that <laughs> Don't worry about the epic storyline yeah. that needs I mean, to be finished. Shit, they have so much money, why not just make an, another game? Anything. I don't care, anything. <laughs> I still don't understand why they didn't finish it in the first place, but we, don't, we we'll, we'll go on hours about that. Yeah. We're not going to go on. All right, what, what else did you play? play? Okay. Half-Life 2. Yeah, Orange Box. Um, yeah. yeah. Orange I'm but, waiting for a PlayStation 4 remaster, but yeah. I'm wondering if that's ever going to come. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Maybe it'll just be Half-Life 2. I'd be okay with that. <laughs> two or three? Three. Ah, dude, I hope three comes out, but... Oh, yeah. Ah, it's probably just false hopes at this point. It's one of those. There's no way that that game can live up to the hype. I know. Uh, that's the sucky part. It's like... Well, I was thinking when they released the Vive, they just have it pre-installed in VR, and, uh, and then everyone's like, Oh, my God! I'm VR! <laughs> no, the, I'm thinking, what, what if it goes like surprise album drop? release like one day it just shows up like what yeah, yeah. no no marketing at all just, people just walk into a store and all they just see is like on the shelf just half-life three and not even like a whole wall of it it's just like the solitary copy that you see in like the bargain bin area it's like what if it Half-Life does 3. exist somewhere like they've made it and they've done that and put it into a bargain bin it's in a top secret government somewhere. lab and, and then the place burnt down <laughs> yeah then uh, the place burnt down that's why we don't have half-life three it burnt uh anyway <laughs> what else did you play I also played. No, a, we move on. A what? I also played a game called The Hunter. So, did you have? You the can Left look for it Dead up. Hunter. It is like, a very like no, no. It's not Left for Dead. No, oh, it has nothing man. to do with zombies. It is all about a real hunting experience. Oh, Sounds terrible. Yeah, I remember you talking about this. Yes, a bit. yes. Um, this is one of those freemiums where it's a freemium game, and I will get to that. <laughs> Um, the, re- the thing I like about this game, I think more than anything, is that you get a lot of good equipment. Like you get to have like a, you can even have a dog. You get binoculars. You get a GPS system. You can walk around in a, a decent environment. I think the environments uh, textures are fucking shit, but I have I don't think I beefed it up enough. But uh, the accuracy of what you have to use to hunt certain animals is ridiculous. Like you have to use a certain type of bullet. Or a certain type of weapon towards a certain type of animals to be fair. Sounds awful. And this is apparently off of real hunting. Like this it's, is what it's, you have. No, it's it's yeah, yeah. This would be a game that's based off of actual legitimized yes hunting laws. Yes. Um, the really cool thing about this game is that if you have friends that play with you or not with you, you can play with them, but you can also play against each other and see who gets like you can take pictures of your trophies and mount them and like you'd be like look what I kill oh you're not hunting each other got it you can take like a selfie of you and your kill and you can show your friend like look what I killed bitch and you know it's kind of cool that way you're you're not Dick Cheney (laughs) yeah I know you can shoot your friend in the face yes (laughs) look what I killed bitch we're hunting hunting mallards cow (laughs) sorry Bill yeah, dick. <laughs> but yeah, it is a freemium game. Beware, beware this game because buyer I, beware. I I went on Steam and I saw it and I was like, you know what? I haven't played a hunting game in a while. This looks pretty cool. So I tried it out and I played for forty five minutes trying to hunt down one fucking deer. And I finally got him in my crosshairs. I was like, okay, here it is. I got the deer. There he is. Okay, I'm gonna shoot him now. <laughs> 
the fuck? I couldn't shoot the gun. And I was like, why can't I shoot the gun? And this little menu popped up. If you want to shoot this deer, you have to pay a premium price of $15. What the? <laughs> you had you to, buy to buy a, a license. hunting license to be able Bam. to kill deer. You had to buy a hunting license to kill. Owned. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I just spent 45 minutes tracking this bitch down. So I and did they, they let you do it, and they yeah. let you do it because you know immediately there's someone out there who's still staring at the deer, <laughs> gun in hand, and just going, "Motherfucker!" <laughs> reaching back for their wallet. <laughs> Take it, you son of a bitch! You now sick let me fuck. shoot him. <laughs> and then he runs off. Right? Yeah. As soon as you purchase, us, all right, let's start the hunt over. Uh, okay. Good. Joke. No. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I would give it a delay. Uh, for a sure. delay. I don't think delaying it is going to fix anything. It's not, but at the same time, if, if you you have the money to spend and you want to try it out, it's going to take a long time to play. Like it's going to take at least an hour just to get one kill, most likely. If you're lucky, it'll be twenty to thirty minutes. You have to track the yeah, animal it's, down. It's all about the satisfaction. I'm surprised you like this game because you're just like going in and just blowing shit it up. Is, it is very challenging. Like it's it, the GPS will tell you if you're if you're. Uh, is prey is moving fast if it's running away hey. from you or if it's just roaming and what's like, the difference between this and dark souls uh nothing absolutely <laughs> nothing it is very infuriating <laughs> <laughs> nice all right uh luis tell us what you've been uh, tell us what you've been playing well well well, well. so well. i finally got around to playing ratchet and clank God, i love yeah. ratchet it's a solid it's game, such man. it's such it's a staple so solid man. very nicely done i am taking it kind of slow because yeah. there's nothing currently in the market and like it but i'm enjoying it i'm really in enjoying the talia right now so i just finished the jetpack level which jesus christ that level was incredible um but it again there's nothing like anything currently on the market taking it slow it looks gorgeous I, just like the old ratchet and clank games you can put your skins on and, and everything I, love uh, I find Clank, myself yeah. straying away from you know you can put helmets on yeah I find myself straying away from that because Ratchet's facial expressions and the way that yeah. he's animated looks so good that I just hate to take away from that it looks almost it's almost an injustice to the game to do that um, but yeah I'm enjoying that game quite a bit I'm playing probably in like an hour a day but nice. it's a short game I'm looking forward to beating it and uh, I just wish the replay value was a little bit higher so I yeah. can kind of go at it in a different angle you but know, you it's kind of been the same, I mean, kind of like we were talking about earlier with Doom. It's, you know, they stick with the same equation for most Ratchet mm -hmm. and Clank games. Mm -hmm. And it's the replay value on a lot of them is. Mm -hmm. I mean, once you collect all the bolts and everything, it gets kind of. Yeah. Um, gets kind of tired, but it <clears throat> it is interesting. And I think it opens up doors to possible remasters later on oh, or be, even just reboots dude, in general. Great. In fact, yeah. Uh, I'm thinking of uh, of writing an article about you know like a top five what I want rebooted type thing like I don't know Burnout, Turok, games like that, and Ratchet and Clank is one of those that would have been on the top of the list had yeah. they not done what they already did. Turok, like, a Turok remake would be oh, awesome. It would be That'd awesome. Be cool. But yeah, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Uh, definite uh, dig if you guys want to check it out. It's only forty bucks, probably lower now if you're on Amazon. Um, I got it for th one day at th I think it was thirty five dollars. I was yeah. in GameStop, I was going to buy mm -hmm. it, and then somebody told me. Oh, you can go online and buy it for $35 on Amazon right now. Mm -hmm. It's like, done. So Fantastic. Definitely worth it, too. I mean, Jesus Christ, $40 for a game like that? It's a I mean, good-looking game. To get a game that polished for $40 I like how I like so how we're so, we're so used to the $65 game tag. Mm -hmm. Anything under that is like a blessing. I know. We're always like, $30? <laughs> I, I literally do not buy anything that's over 50 Like, <laughs> not even for... Like, it just... 
it's too easy to get something for 40, 40 45 now. Like, yeah. there's no. I'm the one going to pay like, more than 60 for the game. That, this is true. This is true. I mean, there's a collector's edition. I have to get it. I mean, being on PC, it's just. I'll be behind the curve. I mean, it's just too Like, I don't know how people feel about Green Man Gaming. Um, people complained about it and stuff. Or, like, hey, like, that's not legitimate side. Or, you know, they're doing weird crazy shit but I buy my stuff there all the time you it's haven't like burned off of it yet have 40, you? 40, 40, I have not like yeah. I've been getting really good deals I still wonder what they do like how they get that know. access because like the, I don't know they were the ones that had The Witcher 3 on sale for like super cheap when it first came out yes it was and like even, 40, even CD Projekt Red was like how the hell do you how, how does this work and I think they took a I think they did it on purpose I think they took a loss on it or something at that time but it's still crazy I mean, their site is only growing yeah, like I use it every so often now. Like, it could be the place. Do I they go give from. you Steam keys? Yeah, they they give you Steam keys. Some some's for Origin, some's for uh, GOG. I didn't realize that The Witcher was going to be on GOG. Otherwise, I wouldn't have bought it on there. Right, which is the stupidest thing ever. Yeah, Did, yeah, that's another game I got to get back into. I still haven't played uh, the first DLC, Hearts of Stone. I think oh, is what it's called. Something like that. I haven't even played Not the Hearts game, Stone, so you're you're in good shape. Cool. You're also the one who doesn't like RPGs, but we'll talk about that. I know. I know. Oh, I, I, it's a must play. You're must as play. cold as ice. <laughs> hey, this has already happened. We don't need to It's all okay. oh, love. Every We're gonna, time. Every time. Every time. Oh, Sorry. So yeah, cute. Ratchet and Clank, definitely a play. Uh, if you get the chance, just grab it. Uh, yep. Amazon, Best Buy. Nice. What have you. Um, I'm also playing Rocket League Season 3. Oh, and, yeah. Um, I abs- I think I've put more hours into that game than any game in the last I don't know, three four years. Yeah, I've already played a I need thousand to play matches. Rocket League. I haven't played it. We can play together oh, now. Good. We can. Thousand matches. Um, Jesus. Oh my goodness. And counting. And last counting. Night, yeah, and counting. <laughs> yeah, I had a really good match yesterday. I had what five goals. I don't know. It was insane. Um, season two, they added this um, items. Basically, you have toppers and spinners or wheels whatever skins all that kind of stuff awesome season two they added this uh common uncommon tag to a lot of these items and no one really knew what it was people were getting duplicates turns out season three they have this item swap functionality so basically whenever you play a match you get a drop essentially so you can get common drops something on a tennis ball on your uh, antenna stuff like that and they have a trade-in functionality now so you can trade in i don't know six uncommons that you have duplicates or something and get something rare, something really cool, like oh, um, cool. like a new that's car nice. or a new skin, that kind of stuff. That's kind of cool. That's nice. a rewarding system. That's yeah. good. Yeah. And Rewards you for playing. Yeah. That's a, that's a good reward. It's only been around for a week, but people are uh, receiving it pretty well. Uh, nice. Overall, the game is just fantastic, and I'm very surprised that I still play it in the, in the, uh, in the way that I do. I need to... Try it out. I've I've yet to play it. it and I, it takes it takes a while. Ever uh, since Overwatch came out, I've I've haven't touched see, it. And I thought the same thing. I thought the same thing. But for one, I love Overwatch, but it's so frustrating at times, especially oh, yeah. when you know, your team doesn't cooperate as well as they should. <clears throat> We're going to talk about League, this in a second. Like Rocket League, you can you can carry your team. In oh yeah. Overwatch, it's almost impossible to do that. Yeah. yeah. There's some ways like you can get a team kill or you can do whatever, um, but. Rocket League is just unlike any competitive kind of game I've played because it really is, it's almost all on you. It's kind of like when you play tennis or any other sport where it's just you and the other person. Yeah. Um, there's that level of kind of accountability. Yeah, and that responsibility that, that you have. Yeah, and there's I, it's just awesome. And now that Season 3 started, uh, 
going to get back into ranked and all that kind of stuff. Uh, granted, I'm not like those guys you see online who flip and right. do all these crazy, crazy things, I but that. I can fly very well. Um, oh, you can? Yeah, yeah it's, I, it's I, super fun. I suck at flying. I'm so bad at it. I try to learn with the, when the basketball hoop, the basketball uh, map. You had to. Yeah, you, you had, had to, to with that one. But it's it's still a challenge. Mm, How do you like the Neo Tokyo map? It's okay. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like another, I forgot what the map is. They had a, I'm going to call it Rocket Labs, uh, basically yeah. experimental maps. And it's like one that they already had with the exception of some the way some of the edges are. But I think it's pretty cool. Is it like um, the one that had the, because uh, it, it's like the back is, the back wall is like rounded, mm-hmm. right? It's like, like a highway that. almost. That's how I think of it. Uh, so it's very similar to that, but it looks gorgeous. Yeah. I, I think it's it's pretty cool. It's in, yeah. the, it's in the main rotation too, which is strange, but. Yeah, uh, play Rocket League Season 3. I really like it quite a bit. Nice. But other than that, uh, Overwatch, which I think... We're all... all we all play, play Overwatch. Just, oh my God, man. So much Just Overwatch. hearing about this Torbjorn nerf is kind of getting me sad, man. I am fine with it. <laughs> You're one of those, huh? I am fine with it. Look, I'm not saying... Okay, for, and, uh, for the listeners out there, uh, there was a recent um, uh, release... A uh, little bit of news in regards to Overwatch. I know we normally do our news segment on Thursday, but this one was just too good to pass up. Um, Overwatch's Torbjorn is getting nerfed. Um, on yeah, the, who cares? On consoles. On consoles. Because I play on PC. PC Master Race. Sucks to be y'all. That's so okay. anyways, like I was saying until the dicks interrupted. <clears throat> in an upcoming patch, they're going to be reducing Torbjorn's turrets by 30% on the Xbox One and PS4. I know we all play, and I know, for me at least, I mean, that's a pretty important distinction as far as the, these console plebs who do nothing but, oh, we're, do- we're on defense. A whole team of Torbjorns. That's it. That's all we're doing. Nothing but Torbjorn. Oh, goodness. I cannot there, tell you how many times I've run into there, it. There needs to be a thing where, like, if there's three or more... Like the other, you you get a significant debuff. Well, the type thing. I love it how even like you know when you're everyone's choosing characters and the game kind of kicks in with a tip like game tip. There's no support heroes. That's low team. Da- and this <laughs> no one, one gives a th- shit about that. This this, this <laughs> one should just say stop. <laughs> stop being a dick. No 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 down down down. <laughs> and you can have a whole group of Genjis just go out there and. <laughs> Oh no! And the new thing with the Genji players is to just run around jumping. That's all they do. Yeah, thirty percent jumping, man. Thirty percent though, man. That's a big that's nerf. A, that's mm-hmm. a ton mm-hmm. of nerf. That's. I mean, ten percent. Well, I could uh, ten or fifteen. I'll tell you why. Maybe because thirty. One Jesus. of my favorite things to do is to play Reinhardt. Yeah, and my rectangle is very important. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Super important. And an and an and an and a, and a group of flankers abandoned its tankers. And when people are running away from my from my rectangle, pisses me off. Yeah. And then I turn a corner and there's six Torbjorn turrets, <laughs> and my two thousand fully charged shield just goes to brip done. I'm like, what the living fuck? Serious shield bro. doesn't even matter anymore. Own. I've never seen that many of those Torbjorns or whatever you, however you say his name. Mm-hmm. Like we just go, we just we default now to Toberone. This Toberone. reminds me of that b- that Battlefield Toberone. Three shotgun. What was it? Was it Battlefield? No, I'm sorry, Battlefield Three. It was Battlefield Two. There was a shotgun in Battlefield that everyone had. It was like a sawed-off shotgun or something, and it was stupid. Battlefield, yeah, because you would kill people pretty much instantly with one shot, 
yeah. every time. So every time you went into a building, there'd just be like fucking four or five of them with that shotgun. You couldn't take the point. You just it was impossible. Damn. Yeah, you threw a grenade in there, you killed three of them. You still got two motherfuckers that'd kill you instantly if they saw you. You guys well, remember the- that? Yeah, no. I remember from Modern Warfare 2 it was the 1887 shotguns and people would just run around dual wielding those and you could snipe with those sons of bitches. I fuck? know. You'd be like 30 yards away and you're just like bap bap headshot. I mean it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. It was, it was stupid. <laughs> well, Tobolo aren't like I like he is not the guy that I think needs to be nerfed. It's fucking Bastion. He can heal when he's in turn form. Oh, that yeah. is not cool. Oh, here's, a, here's the thing that pisses me up. Here's the thing duh. that pisses me up about Bastion is for someone who is basically when he goes into turret mode, he's a minigun. He should not be able to be that accurate at that oh, no. far away. Yeah. Oh yeah, he, he is, is sniping yeah. people yeah. in turret form from that far away, and it's. <laughs> Bullshit. But I know we're losing. I go to Bastion because I know like this is the only way we're. You're gonna the come guy back. I hate. <laughs> it's the only way we're gonna come back. We're, I love Bastion. We were, I love we were that playing a map guy. the other day. Uh, me and Austin were, and there was the enemy team had set up a Bastion up on top of this building, and they had a Mercy behind him where you c- couldn't see the Mercy and was healing him in addition to his own heals, <laughs> and he had like. They had a crazy advantage there. Like they, oh could, we could not stop I've them. Seen, I've seen the the thing I've seen lately is a Zarya shielding him, Mercy behind him, oh boosting him, and he just, I, I, it was the first time playing cheap Overwatch. motherfuckers. I, it was the first time playing Overwatch where I legit thought about just snapping my controller in half. <laughs> like, I've gotten mad before playing Overwatch. I'm sure we all have. Where oh, it's like, yeah. God, this match is bullshit. But that time, <laughs> I saw it happen too. I was like, there he is. And I'm getting ready to fucking... Uh, 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 who was I playing at the time? Oh, I was uh, Roadhog, and I was going to pull him in because that's one of my go-tos is get your ass over here. And I was like, all right, here we go. I threw my chain. The Zarya shield got on, and I was like... <laughs> and I'm like, can't touch me. So, someone shoot him. And then I'm someone, dead. someone starts shooting. And then I saw the little blue streak from Mercy. And I'm just like, it's basically just me standing at the open, hearing the song. Who can say where the road goes? <laughs> okay, first, I think Zara needs to be changed because I thought I thought if you can you throw a shield on her and then you can use her gun to keep that shield up a little longer. That's not a thing, is it? No, that no. needs to be a thing. It, like no. maybe your gun depletion no, goes a lot the, faster, the, but the, I think the shield mechanic is whatever the shield's up. If it's on her or an ally, if it gets hit, it generates more power for her gun. That's badass. No, no I think I think let me tell sh- you that is a good, there's some tactics to be had there. Oh yeah, true. But I feel like it'd be nice. Like okay, this guy's gonna go in as a tank. Let me give him a shield boost and then turn my gun on, and he gets like an extra three seconds of shield. Opposed to like shield down. I'm just like, what's the point of having this on unless you're about to die and just like, hurry, hurry, someone heal him. Okay, he's dead. <laughs> Divine shield. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's the funny. only reason I was the paladin because I would live every time. I don't know. And what? I'm happy to see this nerf happen. What? However, you're right. Bastion to me is the one that needs it. Like, you know that. what they should? You know what no, leave really him alone. Cool no, leave him we're, alone. We're nerfing Bastion no. now. Imagine this: if you're on defense and you like go to the payload and you I have a team Bastion. of people, 
like all all six of them are bastions. Oh my god! And what if they like set up to where they make a circle <laughs> and they're facing outward in a complete three hundred and sixty degree circle? I wonder how effective that be. I mean, as long as you don't have like Farah come up and like drop a barrage, Reaper could teleport in the middle of that and just. Die, die, die. Oh, die. yeah. No, it would work, man. Like that, it would work. That, hey, if, if everyone's bashing there in a circle like that, they deserve to be killed. <laughs> I know. That'd be cool, though, just Unless to see that. back to back, that might work. Well, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, it'd be back. like, I yeah. I in an actual circle, because... Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess, yeah, back to back, I suppose. Uh, Austin's, oh, like, pointing to his, his watch. And he's he's pointing to his wrist. Yeah, there's nothing there, carpal tunnel. There's nothing on your arm. We need Ren game. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Well, that's it for the games we've been playing. We're going to take a small break and come back with our discussion piece. All right. So with that, we'll be back in a moment. You're listening to The Inner Gamer. I don't know what your I don't know what your hand signals. Does thumb up mean that we're starting? Yes. Oh, good. (laughs) Oh, we started. Yeah. All right. Well, welcome back, everyone. Uh, If you're joining us now, what is that noise? What's what noise? Austin's I think Austin's clicking, clicking on shit. You realize you inter- like you interrupted me in the middle of the. Yeah, we over. just got back and you interrupted him. Of course, I did too. I'm doing it right now. You, you are you doing can, it right now. You can Welcome back, over. everyone. I'm sitting around a table full of dicks. Dicks. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Uh, so. I am now Skyping in we, uh, from my room. Yeah, because we're having technical difficulties. He's 15 feet away. He's literally 15 feet away. That's All right. Funny. Um, so our uh, topic for discussion today, um, uh, as anybody uh, knows, the video game industry is ripe with all different kinds of genres. You have first-person shooters, racers, real-time strategies, and a very popular one is the role-playing game. RPG. The RPG. The famed RPG. Now, what we wanted to talk about today is the method and execution of said role-playing games. Um, you know, you think about how in-depth some role-playing games can get. You know, there's some that are incredibly immersive, like your Skyrims and your your Dragon Ages, and then there's some that's there's really not a whole lot you can do role-playing yeah wise that are not very good. But we'll get into those in a minute. Uh, so I wanted to uh, talk about that today, and I know. Um, some of us are more into role playing games than others, which is fine. But that's Brett. part of the, that's well, it's part of the discussion. Is you know, <laughs> there's a reason he probably doesn't play them. So there is a reason. There is a reason. I'm sure. Brett, why don't you play these person. games? We'll we'll talk about that. You're later. You're a bad person. I want to know now. Oh, you want to know now? <laughs> yeah. What? Let's. Why, why not? Let's just. You know what? Are, just we really, are we really gonna? I don't want to be furious for this discussion. <laughs> no, you won't be. You won't. Maybe be. we It'll should wait. <laughs> All right. Well. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Real, okay, so here here's my issue with role playing games. I like to play a game. I don't have a lot of time to play. Okay. And I don't like to think a lot when I'm playing a game. I mean, I want to think. I want to think critically about stuff. But the way in which you, I feel like with an RPG, yeah, to learn the systems and mechanics of that game takes time. It takes a lot of time. You have to put a lot of dedication into it. And I don't have that time available to put that much time into it. So like I'll play The Witcher, I pick it up, I'll play a couple hours of it. I may not play that game for another two or three weeks because of my schedule. So I forget half the shit that I'm supposed to do in that game. Like with like how my, I was doing my build or like the, the, just the controls themselves and all that. And I lose all that and that bothers me. And I also don't like this whole sense of exploration is really cool. 
but I don't want to do it by myself. I want to do it with friends. So that's why I guess MMOs are nice, but I've never liked MMOs because, again, the time dedication, just so much. And there's, and there's just so much. Well, there's something to so that there's, because they're, they're I'm, too not involved. A, I'm not a big fan of MMOs myself because to me, the role-playing aspect of it is so actually mm-hmm. minimal. Like your impact as far as your quote-unquote role-playing has absolutely no impact on yeah. the whole. Mm-hmm. Well, they can. I mean, if everyone were making exactly. different choices. Exactly. They can. You're very restricted there. But yeah. um, so diving in, into the idea of role-playing and role-playing games, um, let's talk about how far we've come with what it is that role-playing games actually are. Mm-hmm. So I myself, I come from a role-playing background. I've been playing D&D for over half my life now. Yep. And to me... That kind of role-playing game is nothing but true role-playing. You're making decisions. You've made a character from scratch. You have a world that you're immersed in. Is someone typing loudly? <laughs> yeah, Austin, Austin we can, shut this up. Is, it's driving us Sorry. nuts to typing. <laughs> you, t- you type like a 1920s secretary. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have that up for you shortly, <laughs> Mr. Smith. <laughs> so he's got a typewriter back there. I need to get a new keyboard. This, this keyboard. Devin, so you just anyway. typed on the discussion. <laughs> I did. I don't care. I fixed it. Um, but I, that w- with that sort of uh, build, build of how you make a character in a role play, and to me, that is the truest role playing in its purest form. Yeah. Do you think that we have that now in games? Yes. You do? The short answer, yes. I mean, it's just like anything else that evolves and people pulling and, and taking from other things, it still exists. I mean, look at D&D. That's the beginning of it all. It transitioned into mainframe computers in the late yeah. 70s, I think. Yeah. Um, D&D was what, 72? Something like that. Uh, so, it's all going. still the same, you know? Yeah. There's still the story aspect. There's still the, the, the immersion, the Is development of your character. It's a little bit different. Turn it off! Guys, shut up. We're trying to talk out here. Jesus. But you think about like a game. Well, first off, there's the Western and the Eastern, but we'll get to that later. But all those those main aspects still exist. There's the combat. There's the leveling up. There's the story behind you. There's the decisions and the consequences. Yeah. All of those elements still exist. If they exist in that exact same form, probably not. But that's just what evolution is. Uh, things are going to change as tastes change. Granted, D&D is still widely played across the world right uh i think it still exists but it's probably diluted in a way that most people uh can kind of take uh for example you don't like rpgs in general but uh there's probably games that have rpg elements that you do take kindly to i do so well like i mean i really i love mass effect Mm -hmm. i absolutely love it and I mean, that's, I mean, how much of that is an RPG? Like, and you guys being RPG yeah. players, like is, what level is that on? Oh, it's incredibly immersive. Yeah. Okay. That, to so me, it, to it me, is Mass Effect a pretty really, strong RPG. Uh, reinforces the, the role-playing equation of the character that you make. Now, the character you make, it's always going to be Commander Shepard. That is, that is who you are. Yeah. yeah. Now there's still the role-playing aspect of the choices you make and the impact of said choices. Mm-hmm. This is the part where I start to get really picky about the role-playing games I play in in video games because I want the choices that I make with this role-playing game or the dialogue choices that I have, I want them to have an impact. I want them to truly have an impact on the game. Oh, yeah. 
Um, and like like we were just saying with Mass Effect, they have incredible implications for your role playing style. Yeah, your friends your, the, will die. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> the the way the way your character behaves, the dialogue that he or she chooses, and then the very life of your party. Oh yeah, is dependent on what you do. What you do, and Telltale's the same way. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Which makes it like replayable. Mm-hmm. Incredibly I felt, replayable. I'm gonna go ahead and throw out a quick spoiler alert uh, because I'm, I'm gonna we're gonna have to talk about some spoilers in order mm-hmm. to really get the point across. Mm-hmm. Um, a point where this was to me, I felt cheated was Heavy Rain. No matter what choices you made in that game, the Origami Killer always stayed the same. Yeah. And it really didn't matter what you did as Sean's dad, you know, to get him back. I mean, I will I will say Dragon Age has basically the same thing. Exactly. No matter. Um, that's the problem I had with Dragon Age, at least the first one. Yeah. Well, they're all like that. Okay. It's they they have a specific storyline that they want you to follow. Yeah. Yet they they give you choices, and yes, there are some things that you can change in the game. But as far as the overall main storyline, mm-hmm. nothing changes. Yeah. It's it's it is it's all It's not the same. so much an impact on the story as it is just a minor influence. Now, I say that that that's actually not true. I'm sorry. Dragon Age Inquisition, there are a couple instances where you can change what happens in the main storyline, but it's not going to affect the end. You're yeah. still going to get the same end result. Yep. So, yeah. the the end result remains the same. Which is fine because it's a great story. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I would like to see a little more of that. Exactly. Because Mass Effect had had that yeah. in its story. I mean. So, you know, with that, um, look, look at uh, kind of like you're saying with the impact, uh, or at least with Dragon Age. Yeah. I look at a game like Skyrim, and I think about how you, again, much like D&D, you create the character from the ground up. Right. You can play any kind of play style you want. Mm-hmm. Be an honorable knight or a crafty lying thief or whatever race you want to be. Yeah. And does it have an impact on the overall story? No. No, not at all. You still have to kill a dragon. It's <laughs> <laughs> the whole storyline. You have to kill a dragon in a weird purple area. That's, <laughs> and you know that dragon didn't even do anything. He really didn't. He didn't destroy any towns. He didn't eat he anybody. Went, he went and woke up a bunch of other dragons. Yeah, that's about it. But what did they do? They didn't do anything either. No, you know. They never attacked any towns. It's because they didn't have Daenerys Stormborn oh, to control them. <laughs> kind of want to hit you right now. Yeah, you kinda, Why? you're mixing the wrong things. You're mixing genres. I don't like it. He doesn't like Sorry. it when you mix genres. Sorry. Bothers don't do him. that. Sorry. Okay. But I mean. Continue. I mean, um, I love the choices you can make, though. Yeah. I mean, they really and do define. Because in Mass Effect and even in Dragon Age. You have certain choices that'll make you lose characters. It'll right. change up little, you like offset storylines that are extra. I guess extra. Uh, I'm trying to think of the word extra quests. Yeah, and that's that's the Which point I, I really want to drive home with. You know, this discussion is the fact that these role playing games. You know, is the choice the choices we make? Are they just? I hate using this cliche. Is, is the choice an illusion? I mean, does it really have? It is in a way. Yeah. I. I, I and I, I get so frustrated with that because one of the things I love about being a dungeon master in D&D is when my players make choices, I, as the DM, can react. And I yeah. can sit there and thinking, okay, what's the implications of the choice they just made? 
what 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 what, uh, what is the rippling effect of the actions that they did for plundering this dungeon or attacking this town or defeating this uh, bandit group or whatever? You're thinking of ultimate creationism. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. that's what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And, and it's almost game, impossible unless the developers are yeah. constantly looking at what's happening and you can't, from like day to day, month to month. Like mm-hmm. yeah. if you're telling a full story, like there's certain points you want to hit and it's hard to make those paths branch out to other things because then it just becomes endless, you know. Yeah, you can't point. do that in yeah. a they have to have some kind of main storyline. Yep. In every game they come out with, mm-hmm. they can't just be like. So, do you think it's in like inevitable. all roads lead to Rome? Do Do you think that we can ever get to that spot with video games? Yes, I don't think so. I don't think we, we can. We I think literally got to have an AI. I think we can, but do we really want to? And not necessarily do we want to. I'm. I'm. It's obvious right here we do. But if I'm a developer and. I give someone that much freedom. Not only does it make it harder on myself, but right. is the casual gamer going to want to make all of these decisions? If I'm, I myself think, for example, if I'm playing The Witcher 3, there's like five or six endings you can get to. So within the game, there's some pretty definitive choices that you have to make. Right. Yeah. And your consequences are evident at the end. But if I had, I don't know, 50 different outcomes at the end of the game, and I'm constantly thinking, holy crap, like, do I want to make this decision now? Like, it may... It, could affect you know the layman gamer going into an rpg like this uh i think the decisions do exist in say for example that, a game like detroit become human or yeah, yeah. But that's and I, I i think about something like that because i know for me i know D is very overwhelming to a lot of people which is why they don't play it they i mean they look at the rule books and they look at the dice and look at the care the character sheet and just are like no, 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 I can't. I touch can't. It. Well, that, I can't. that's that's exactly like my reservation with most RPGs. Is that's that reason? I, gonna, I don't want to have to. Like you sit there and look at things. Yes, all this stuff. Right. Because but D and D is a whole other level compared to that. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> you could you could get you know Witcher three within a you know a day, but D and D that's going to take you like a month to figure yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're not the game master, if you're the game master and you've just started. So yeah, yeah. I mean, we can just jump in because Devin's a master at it, but. The master. Well, I've master. Been playing for fifteen exactly. freaking years. I but would, if you I get hope I'm good three, at it. you know, me, Austin, and Brett, three jack offs like us, just <laughs> fucking start playing. Wait D&D. a minute, speak for yourself. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> We'd be, you know, I, trying to play with our dicks. Like, what the fuck do we do? I don't know. So yeah, that just reminded me of the video. If you look at, if you look at Fallout, I, uh, Fallout Four, I think they do a good job where like. There's a story there, but it's not so ingrained like The Witcher is, and so you're able, like your story, to make those choices to like do different things. You, you have the freedom to go out and just find these side quests, and you're like, this is this is my story, making my own decisions, yeah. And this is how it went for this playthrough. What, how did you like? What happened to you? Yeah, you I know? don't. I just don't think we're ever gonna get to that ultimate, you know, creationism where you can just have. M- like millions of outcomes for this one thing. There's going to be has to be some set. There's got to be some outcomes. sort of structure to yeah. yeah. Some some limitations. Uh, to and now that being said, there, there are Do ways. Do we want that? I mean, I don't know. Uh, I mean, that's basically life. <laughs> yeah, it really is. You'd be simulating life. I mean, mm-hmm. look at No Man's Sky. I mean, that's a good example yeah. of infinite possibilities. Correct. But or there's no, no really like storyline. It's just. Yep. I mean. Can they do that where they'd have infinite amount of you, you, situations yeah. and dialogue? You start thinking about and, this uh, this uh, balance between freedom, yeah, and 
uh, plot. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I feel like there has to be some kind of structure. If they just have infinite mm-hmm. amount of possibilities, they, you yep. can go up to a, a guy and be like, can I buy this? And they'd be like, no, but I raped your daughter. You know, and it's like, what? <laughs> Wait, what, what, <laughs> what just happened? The fuck? <laughs> Damn, it I'm, took a very dark just, turn. It's just an example. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. not saying no, I know. anyone's I know. raping anybody. I know. Well, once <laughs> we get a, once artificial intelligence, like Austin was saying, once AI becomes more and more intelligent, it's going to be able to do stuff like this. Like you'll be able to put in like, do like what Siri does and create dialogue trees yeah. of voices. But you have to have that's those voices recorded. So, well, and yeah. that, that's hard. This this transitions perfectly into the next little, uh, question I wanted to ask everybody. Oh, awesome. Um, what kind of choices is it that you you or what? Not even choice, but what elements do you like uh, uh, to make in a role playing game? Building my own character. I you like the character creation? I love that. Yes. Uh, the fact that I can play as whoever I want, and I'm going to use Dark Souls as an example. Yep. I had never played as a pyromancer in any of the games. And so my play style was strictly just uh, two-handed swords. and Sword and board. Yeah, exactly. Just wrecking people. And I was great at it. I loved it. And the fact that it allows you to step out of your comfort zone like that and experience the game in a completely different way is is great. Yeah. It's not the same in other games, for example. I mean, The Witcher, you, you have your sword. I mean, you can build up certain skills, but... At the end of the day, you're still hacking and slashing a little bit there, uh, calculated. Uh, you are bad. you are still a a witcher. Yeah, but I I think that's a great aspect, and it kind of carried itself into other action adventure games and and really anything. Just the ability to upgrade and, and yeah. do those kinds of things, and it goes back to I don't know Zelda two probably uh, when that really became something of a prominent aspect of games. But yeah. I can think back to some of my earlier times of playing an RPG, especially ones with character creation. Mm-hmm. And I, it at first in my younger days, I will admit it overwhelmed me mm-hmm. very much. Like Brett, like I, I looked at character creation, I was like, oh shit, sh- whatever, just give me a default. I don't care, just give me a default. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do this. Now, I, I, like like you, I love spending time looking at the character creation, making oh, the facial awesome. features, the hair. That's the best Picking part. up a cool name, tweaking the character stats and what he's good at, what he's bad at. As I, I am enthralled with that kind of mechanic, mm-hmm. and I'll I'll spend probably, God, the, the very first Skyrim. I know I spent at least an hour, yeah, creating my character, yeah, and what he looked like and. Yeah, I spent I'm, about the I'm same lo- with Dragon Age, about an hour. Yeah, Travis, do you have anything you specifically, uh, any elements that you love in role playing games? Um, I guess one of the best elements for me is definitely the overall structure of the storyline. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Dragon Age just has such a good storyline. Like, I don't yeah. want it to divert and have different choices almost because if it does, it'll ruin it for me. And and like well, Mass that just Effect. that just lends to like the the quality of the plot itself, yeah, and the way the narrative is delivered, exactly. So I I, I if that's one thing that has to be done, that's fine because it's working. I mean, with Mass mm-hmm. Effect and Dragon Age, they do a phenomenal job. You can tell telling, a game is impressive when you sit there and you're more interested in the main quest rather than the side quest. Yeah, and right. granted, Mass Effect, you have different endings, yeah, but they're overall around the same area mm-hmm. of what they want to deliver so it's not to the point where it ruins the story or it gets weird so definitely the structure that uh they do there i mean bioware just does an amazing amazing job with yeah. that so 
What do you, what I want to ask you, Brett? What do you like in role playing games? Yeah. So bro, before I go to what I like, I want to talk about something that I dislike. Oh Jesus! And this is this is this is a big <laughs> part of why I am so. We're going to be talking about away. dislikes in a second. Oh, we are. Yeah. Oh, you want me to wait then? Yeah. Wait. Wait till okay. the, wait till the, wait, wait till we get to our dislikes. And then okay. Because cool. I, I got a big beef myself on a lot okay, of them. Okay. Cool. All right. So likes, I really enjoy. Um, if if art like say for example Fallout Four or The Witcher. If that was a co-op RPG experience, I would I would love it. I would absolutely love it. That would be a lot of fun. <clears throat> that is the problem I have with all these RPGs is they're solo experiences, and you play by yourself. And I, I like exploring that. that story, but like Diablo three, I will never play that by myself ever. Mm-hmm. But when I'm playing oh, with my friends, mm-hmm. I have a blast. Like it's yeah. so much fun. Mm-hmm. We we played a couple of times. Yeah, it was, it was like, a lot of fun. I, I love that, and you got the RPG elements, and it sucks. I mean, it takes more time to like manage your you know your your stats and all that stuff because everybody's got to do it yeah but i'm okay with that because i like being with people and playing out that experience and yeah. exploring with them because it's a lot more engaging like when you're exploring with people than just mm-hmm. like by yourself nice so that's what i like about it is when they have the ability to play co-op with your friends nice but they don't always have that yeah but otherwise like character creation like i i zip through the character creation real fast yeah I don't. I don't spend much time thinking about. It. I mean, I like the default idea. face, default hair. Yeah. Oh, that works. Yeah, I wear a helmet, and then you're not even going to see my face yeah, the whole right? game. Yeah. <laughs> you like ratchet? Yeah, it's like, 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 oh man, no. What a just slap in the face. <laughs> oh yeah. Austin, play Overwatch. Shut up. <laughs> Wait, is he playing Overwatch? Yeah, are he, you, was, he was playing Overwatch. Are you shitting me? That's what all that clicking was. Oh my god! He was on Overwatch. I was like, really? He was just like, Wait, I was, I'm just gonna. I'm trying to have for, for anyone listening. Right yeah, we have we have a <laughs> horrible addiction to Overwatch. We are so sorry. It's really bad. Fantastic. Wait, Simple. I didn't hear what well, Austin I, I don't said. Know. Are you done, Brett? Can I go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm done. Okay, cool. Uh, I think exploration is for me. Yeah. Your favorite is the mm-hmm. exploration. Because I mean, so for you, the bigger the bigger the world, the better. Not exactly, no. No, the better I the mean, world, the better. Yeah, big doesn't I mean, necessarily mean better. Like, where, where are we? Women like, tell me. Where, yeah. where, what world am I at? Am I in right now? And you know, what lore is there to explore? You know, that's it. And it's funny you mentioned that because I, I, I think the same thing with you know, kind of like what you just said, Louise. Like, bigger does not necessarily mean better. Skyrim's world was good, a bit big to me. But I think of a game like Dark Souls, which is just as huge, where you don't even have fast travel for more than half the game. But Yuck. it's huge, but it's also incredibly immersive. Mm-hmm. And there's so much to explore and see there and discover ju- just from walking around and seeing it. So I I, I think there's a, definitely a, a, an important piece to that. With and, and there's a way to do it. Like If yeah. I play the main quest, like I want to see how this is like yep. just get a hint so then when i go explore i'm like oh that's what he was talking about and yep. now like it's opening up and now this world is like has so many different people it's really taking shape that, to you exactly nice well for myself i i will say one of the things i i love so i i love so much about a role-playing game is is my impact on the story if i'm going to be playing a role-playing game i want to make sure that the character that i've created and, and i've made truly has an influence and impact on the story as a whole mm-hmm. and i i i and uh, i know we we've harped on it a lot but you know with dragon age now it's the same kind of experience skyrim now it's the same kind of experience um and yes i'm going to bring it up again but dark souls has to me the perfect amount 
of character influence and impact because even though there's only two endings, three in some areas, two endings, you have this true in-depth feeling like what you did mattered and what you did had an actual influence on the story. Hmm. Because, as long as it delivers the, the feeling, it's, oh yeah. it's it works. Yeah. All right, so now that we've talked about what we uh, like about role-playing games, <laughs> what's missing? I got what's one. Missing, what's missing from the role-playing game? Right, we, we touched on this a little bit, but when you're the exploration factor, yep. if, there, if you're exploring and there's just you know environment after environment and that's, that's it, there's no like little side quest that's interesting or anything like that, then it just becomes tedious. <laughs> Or you have to like continuously harvest certain things so you can get that one thing. You spent like two hours just harvesting this one item just to get that sword or that shield. Yeah, that's tedious to me, and I hate that. I feel like I'm wasting time, and I'm not doing anything of, of importance. But when you explore, like sometimes in Skyrim, I use for example, you would find little dungeons that had little side quests that were really interesting, and you'd be like, "Oh, okay, this is cool. There's a little story here. That's awesome. That stuff's fine." But as long as you make me explore. Make me have a reason to explore. Yeah. Don't just throw me out there in the wilderness and leave me hanging. Incentivize me to yeah. go out and explore that forest. Because then I, I'm just I'm just making the map. I'm just you know revealing the map at that point. That's all I'm doing. Yeah. So I feel like yeah, but that's a, what, that's the best part about exploration because you you go out there just reveal the map and then you find like a quest or like this really awesome item or a boss and you're like yeah holy shit this guy was out here yeah and the that's whole time. and that's fine because you know and Dragon Age did that for me because. I remember in the first level, you you would explore, I would explore, and then I'd come into this little cave and be like, oh, what's this? And I'd go into the cave, and there'd be a dragon at the end of the cave outside in this open area, and I'd be like, oh, crap, okay. And the dragons in, in Dragon Age, if you haven't already played, are phenomenal. They're awesome. I love them. So, I mean, I love that little bit when you get rewarded for your exploration, but yeah. when you don't get rewarded for your exploration, it's it's just time-consuming and annoying. One thing I don't like about a lot of RPGs, and I feel like even Skyrim and all this suffer this problem, is that for me, those moments are few and far in between for what I like want. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of what it is, is it's just like I go into a cave and there might be a couple of bad guys and you have a bunch of chests where you have some loot. I don't, I don't want just to compare my stats to a bunch of stuff all the time yeah. and just find yep. new loot. I want to experience something. So like when we were watching... Um, uh, that that gameplay video of uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, mm, and they had that yeah. moment where like she's running and like fighting a bad guy, and all of a sudden this guy like guy runs in and like interjects into what you're doing. I want to see stuff like that happen yeah. in RPGs more often, and I feel like a lot of it's just like they stick a guy over here that you have to walk in and trigger that guy by talking to him in order to initiate any kind of action or anything. Yeah. And I feel like every RPG kind of falters at that with that but i'm hoping like horizon zero dawn for example might fix that problem or you know Maybe. some of these other ones um that's interesting yeah. you bring up horizon zero dawn um not necessarily on that topic but you were talking about uh, having to collect stuff and and wanting incentive to go out and explore although it doesn't necessarily uh, address the incentive to go out and explore what it does do uh, horizon is going to allow you to create your own quests Interesting, right? Oh, cool. So essentially, really? where you'd normally need to farm, uh, I don't know, for three hours to collect 10 of, I don't know, something crystal or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn will allow you to say, okay, I need this much of this item. Uh, create a quest for me. 
kill this many monsters or complete this, uh, go here, do this, do that. And uh, at the end of the day, your reward will be exactly what you want. Wow. So kind of, yeah, it's Mind pretty awesome. Blown. Yeah, they, they. I think it was five, six days ago that they uh, huh. kind of talked about I think it was on Kotaku or something like that. Okay. Um, Man, that's really going to change the way you can quest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lot. It brings into question a little bit, though, like, the fact that they're allowing for that to happen. Is it a consequence of the world not being as engaging as it should be? Is there really incentive to go out and, and do all of that? Like, if I'm going to go and collect these crystals, am I going to find something along the way? Or are they doing it to kind of or I as wonder, a scapegoat? You well, know I, what see, I, mean? I wonder if that's a way to help people kind of like me who despises the grind. Mm-hmm. Like, I think about Destiny. Yes. It's like... Good oh, God. you want to level up your weapon? Well, you need 120 mm-hmm. helium filaments. Holy shit, are you kidding me? Yeah. Two weeks later. It's too much. 110. It's unnecessary. Almost there. See, I think it does solve that problem, and that's what it's meant to do. I, that's I, good. I, would, I, I like I'm, the idea of that. I just wonder if it's if it's a cover-up for something uh, else. And that's, I mean, granted, we're going to have to wait and see, but I do agree with the, the whole exploration thing. Um, yeah, I think RPGs uh, need to figure out you know, a way to not have these triggers be a, a manual thing and, and kind of have you more engaged with the characters uh, on a less manual, uh, I guess, surface. Yeah. 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 Well, one of mine, and Brett, you already kind of touched on it, but I wanted to explore the point more. One of the things I, I, I truly, like, I long for this so much is I think about a game like Diablo where it's yeah. uh, it's obviously fantasy, you can play with you up to you and like what you and three friends. Yeah, on the same TV. On the same TV, and you go and you dungeon delve. Okay, great. Any kind of role playing part of it? Not really. Nope. Loot collector. Loot collector. That's game. about it. I want a shared experience role playing game, a truly shared experience. And I think that there needs to be a, a, a legitimized co-op role-playing game. I'm talking like a full-on D&D group here. Oh, yeah. man. So wait, you I've saying, never seen anything like that. You were saying Diablo. You don't consider Diablo an RPG? Not really. Yeah. So I, I, consider, I consider games like that, while they may be role, uh, a, a, uh, they have the appearance of a role-playing game, yeah. to me, they're Dungeon Delvers. You're, okay. you're, you're role-playing, I'm using air quotes, your role playing is to create a quick character, give him a name, and then uh, adjust some stats. That's pretty much it. Okay. So what is it? What is it that? I mean, just coming from you know not knowing enough about it, like yeah, what is it that makes like a true role playing game that is the ability? Because like, I mean, I'm, I'm I don't see the distinction between like Diablo and say like Fallout mm-hmm. necessarily. So what what is that distinction well, other than like oh bigger worlds? And, well, I mean, yeah, well, the the bigger world part yeah. of it. And to me, there's also that idea of that character creation where you have your investment in your character, and you yeah. can even start thinking of man, what's his backstory? What where did, where did this character come from? Okay, why did I choose to make the character look like this, and why did I choose these abilities for him to have? Yeah, and. You know, part of that is a, a lot of role playing comes from dialogue. A lot yeah. of it does. Um, you know, some games use the um, use the crutch, and we're going to talk about this in a in a segment in a couple weeks. But is the uh, the experience of or the uh, the dialogue using a morality crutch? So there's the morality scale of good or evil. Oh yeah. And I, yeah. I hate I hate that. But again, that's I, I that, do too. That's a they, discu- that's a discussion for another day. 
but I want to talk about it. <laughs> it's a discussion for another day. It's not all about you. Second Austin, go play your Overwatch. It's going to be so its own topic. I hate the most. <laughs> oh, go ahead then. Okay. Uh-oh. Yeah, no, I hate it because they haven't figured it out yet. Like, I think Mass Effect did a good job of like Renegade know, having, and Paragon. Yeah, the difference but at between the same the time, two. it's just so polar opposites. There's no like in the middle. <laughs> you can and either the, save the baby or stab it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's That's no exactly what Why it is. Why can I not just leave the baby alone? <laughs> no, yeah, you have to save it or stab it. Choice of like, what are you gonna do? You're gonna be good or evil? Yeah, no, your think- dialogue options are just so cutthroat. Yeah. You know, That's and- it's one of my biggest complaints. Uh, it's obviously not my biggest one because that's. You know, I already mentioned what mine is a shared experience, but yes, a big complaint that a lot of role players have is those dialogue options that you that you experience in a role playing game is very polarized and just extreme. Oh, yeah. It's like you're sitting there trying to negotiate with a lord to let you into his keep to get supplies or whatever, and it's it's either like let us in, or we're going to siege the castle, or it's okay, well we're going to leave. Bye. <laughs> and then like, you don't want to talk this out. Good. The Witcher does a good job of like really creating that middle ground, but there really is no consequences to what you do. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, God. and I think ah. that's the big thing. I think indifference in video games like that. If you're too indifferent all the time, what what are you gonna do? Like you're just gonna, <laughs> the end of the game is just gonna be you sitting on the couch, like, well, <laughs> my character just sitting here as always. I like can't, I can't read this guy. I don't know. What, I don't know. Should we kill his wife? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't think he cares. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure. I mean, they always make the choices up front. Like, you made a choice, consequence now. Like, I want mm-hmm. a choice where it's like, okay, do this or this. And then, like, five missions down the line, it's like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Or, thank God I did that, you know. Yeah. Or, like, really matters. I think The Witcher does handle that well, though. If I mean, you, you've never played The Witcher. I, I'm not sure if anyone else has played Witcher 3, but there's decisions that you two make. hours of The Witcher. Well, as far as I've gone. there's this part, um, or well, multiple parts actually. So normally you have the dialogue options. They're yellow yeah. if they progress the story, and they're just white if if they're informational. But there's points where there's yes no decisions that you have to make, and there's a timer that that's going down that basically forces you to make the decision on the spot. Yeah, very I telltale. That, I think it's a very very nice mechanic to prevent people from being so indifferent and thinking about these kinds of things. And yeah. it almost yeah. forces you to make that decision, which is... I lo- it's a love-hate relationship, like when I think <laughs> about like t- uh, Telltale Games where you know someone says something oh, and I God. see the dialogue options. I'm reading all of them like, oh, shit, I only have 10 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do I say? What do I say? What do I say? Then, what do I say? What do I say? you know after that, you're going to see so-and-so remember, remember that. that. And you're like, Son no! <laughs> Damn I regret what I said. Why would you remember? I take it back. I take it back. Yeah. I think they're getting there, so yeah. uh, it, it's a valid point. But strides are being made. Yeah. Well, I like how Life is Strange kind of fixes all that. Where it's like, oh, you don't like what you said? Well, just rewind time, and then you won't like what you said then either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Has anyone played that game? I almost started it yesterday, but I decided not to. Life is Strange. Uh oh. It's 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 interesting because right. it 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 works on all of that, but at the same time, it's like. Either either choice kind of blows. <laughs> you just kind of have either to choice kind of sucks. Like, I think in a way yeah. you kind of have to have a time limit on those choices because if you don't, you you can use it as a stopping like point to really tell. think about it. And then I remember times in you know uh, Mass Effect where I've been to a dialogue option and I went to go make a sandwich and you know like eat lunch and then come back to it and yeah. I'm just like. Huh. All right. What did he Nothing say? Wrong with that. And then they have like the script up there, and I'm just like, okay, he said that. 
right, how many this. times have you done that though where if a game doesn't remind you what the person just said Dark Souls is notorious for this and oh. you, you kind of just speed through the dialogue <laughs> and you're left with a decision what is your decision yes or no and you're like I don't remember what he said I don't remember what he said oh no uh, last checkpoint <laughs> yeah 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 you know what I really hate about RPGs oh goodness go ahead it has to do with the dialogue <laughs> Does it really? Said, and I hate it when they have text on there that's like, here's what, you, here's like, pick your option, and you pick that option, and then what the guy actually says is completely different than what you selected. I mean, oh, it's in that yeah. vein, but they yeah. like completely changed it up. I'm like, yeah. damn it, Mass Effect, I did not want to say that. <laughs> where it's where it's just like the the person says, uh, you you can't dock your ship here. Uh, there, you're you're not allowed on, and it's supposed to be just like, okay, that's fine, or no I'm the commander or it's like well why is that and you're like okay well why is that yeah let's let's select that one why the hell you tell me that you piece of shit you want me to yeah. shoot you in the face <laughs> I don't want to react that way pump the brakes <laughs> That's I didn't exactly need it I'm saying. I just it's was crazy. curious <laughs> why just a game <laughs> so oh man I'm just Whoa. trying to park shit <laughs> Yeah, so that's stuff great. I think crazy. it's a lot of miles. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's one other thing that I was going to say earlier. So can I? Am I going to oh, say go another ahead. dislike? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Please go ahead, ahead. Brad. Just continue. The Let's biggest thing I hate about RPGs is inventory management. I hate having to deal with inventory, <laughs> like all these fruits. You don't and like carrying thirty-five and, cheese wheels. Well, I hate having like okay, you I have played like The Witcher three, ten swords, <laughs> and I got all these different like fruits that give me different types of health, and having to know what each thing does, and having to read all this shit. It's just like so much information, and I tried, it overwhelms yeah. me. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. It's I, like you need a new backpack. I tried to make a uh, uh, an alchemist in Skyrim. Worst decision I've ever oh made. Oh my god! Oh don't god! Worst. Because that has a whole other level of complication well, yeah you're 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 not just talking like inventory management at that point you're talking inventory management and then fucking chemistry <laughs> that you're trying to fucking perform <laughs> all right we're gonna take this giant's ear and we'll take this cheese and then we're gonna take a couple of leaves and what did i make a pile of shit awesome <laughs> I think he he like the herb crafting and, and, oh and my the god you had to create those oils and shit i'm like i want yeah, see, I hate that stuff. Well, I I feel like there's some games that have all this extra gear and, and items you can get, and it just overflows your inventory, and 99% of it does not matter. 99% like, does not mm-hmm. matter. Like, uh, it Sky, does Skyrim nothing. does that. I wish, it, I wish it would get away from the fact mm-hmm. of, would you like to pick up 50 brooms? Yeah. Do, do you want 50 brooms? <laughs> you can have 50 brooms. I don't even need one broom! <laughs> <laughs> and it's like I use it to like there is no quest that involves me sweeping the floor but you know we all we, we keep them all because we know that right around the corner is going to be a person going I will give you this great sword of Antioch if yes. you bring me 50 rooms <laughs> yeah you have to go out and find some odd item and you're just like why am I ha- can you just take my money? Can you just, I will pay you Look, for I it. I have thousands of gold. Thousands. It is literally a lot more useful than all this other shit that I have in this bag. It can buy you things. Why do you want 50 brooms? Austin's been trying to say something for like three minutes now. Go ahead. Uh, sorry, Austin. Fallout 4 does a good, like, does a good job of like really uh, fixing that problem where it's like, why do I need this? But it's like, oh, it has, it has wood, which I need to make you know, a fucking, I don't know, hilt to my bat or 
whatever. Well, so I noticed that The Witcher Three had that in there. Like, I feel like it had a lot of inventory, and I played it for like three or four hours, and I was like, "Am I ever gonna need any of this stuff?" So I asked Austin, I was like, "Does any of these crafting materials? Do I even touch crafting, or am I just gonna pick up my items?" And he just said, "Just, just pick up your items. Don't worry about crafting. You're gonna find all your good stuff exploring." Yeah, and I was just like. Well then, what's well, the with, point for all this with shit? The new, yeah. With the new DLC, <laughs> the crafting's actually pretty badass. Okay, so they they fixed it. Is mm-hmm. what you're yeah, telling like me? Yeah, like you're gonna want to craft your stuff. Okay, that's I guess that's fine. But I mean, it's when they start off with stuff like that that really bothers me. And yeah, I, I know no, I, I feel I, you, Brett, on that one for sure. Yeah, because that just it's way too much to take in. And there's if you're wasting your time, then you, you'll just get pissed off later, realizing you you. Didn't need to do any. You didn't of that. need to do any of that. Mm-hmm. You wasted like you know six to ten hours in crafting, and it was completely unnecessary. You know. Yes. Now some now some games are different. Like you know, uh, Skyrim crafting is very important. Yeah. Dragon Age crafting is very important. Yeah. So yeah, Skyrim's crafting was definitely important when you sat there and you thought I can have dragon bone armor. Yes, dragon bone armor um, is the shit. <laughs> little side, little side note on that. I it always used to piss me off when you would go into a village and there'd be a shitty little kid there. He'd be like, "You don't look that tough." I'm like, "I'm wearing the bones of a dead dragon." You shut your mouth, you little shit. Like, kid, he said kid, that thing here. every time. Yeah. Same phrase every time. You don't look that tough. You're not that tough. You're not that tough. Am I tough now, motherfucker? <laughs> and then the guards come and kill you. And you're like, yeah. Damn it. <laughs> you're sitting I'm there dying. So. Worth it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, does probably... anybody have a uh, uh, just a little quick wrap up? Does anybody have a favorite role playing game that they have? Oh man. Uh, Mass Effect. I think all time. <sighs> it's hard for me. Skyrim. Skyrim. Okay. Skyrim is just just hardcore. Oh man. This is really going to bother me. Dark Souls. I'm going to say it. It's Dark Souls. Ah. Yeah. It's perfect. I mean, it's so difficult because it's such a wide genre now. You have Western and Eastern RPGs, JRPGs, all this other stuff. I mean, you even even We didn't even touch on JRPGs. My God. Yeah, don't even. Just absolutely (laughs) insane. But I mean, you have roguelikes and all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, the Dark Souls series is fantastic. Yep. Um, MMO wise, Guild Wars. Guild Wars. Very very good choice. Very good choice. I loved it, man. That does multiplayer very well. Mm -hmm. That was the only. MMORPG that I felt like had any real legs, mm-hmm. and it does. Like, even with the twenty cap, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. that's um, great. Do you guys consider Borderlands an yeah. RPG? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, would you go yeah, with that? I mean, yeah. Borderlands Two, I loved a lot. Borderlands Two is damn near perfect. Yeah, it was, it was the part that, that perfect blend of narrative, humor, gunfights, the ability to play with your friends. Yeah, that was the, the best. Yeah. Me and Austin played through that, and it was it was great. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right, well, uh, that's going to wrap up the show this week. Everybody, thanks for joining us. Uh, if you have any questions, you can email us at hello at theinnergamer.net. You can also follow us online by looking up The Inner Gamer on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch. Uh, also, uh, by the time you're listening to this, please go check out the Twitch channel. You'll see our live D&D stream. Yeah. Roll them dice. Roll them. Uh, if you like what you hear, please leave us a review on iTunes or tell a friend. Uh, we'll be back next week, uh, later this week, with our new segment. So, uh... And also, be sure to go to our YouTube channel and oh, check yeah. out our yes. Dallas Fan Expo videos. We, we have, have all of our wrap-up videos. We lo- we've met a lot of college players, mm-hmm. a lot of cool stuff we saw. So check it out. Uh, head, uh, head on over to YouTube. Let us know what you think. So that being said, thanks for joining us, guys. My name is Devin Dury. I'm Brett Yanoski. 
I'm Travis Stramer. I'm Luis Gonzalez. And I'm Austin Morales. <laughs> that should not be the high note. That really should not be the high note, but I guess that's what we're going li- to leave with. All right. Just, yeah, we'll uh, just accept it. Thanks for joining us. And as always, you have been listening to The Inner Gamer. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.